0: Good morning and hello. This is Dr. Brenda Shoshana back again for another episode of One Minute Mitzvahs. And as I said, because new people keep tuning in each week, I want to just take a quick little moment to remind our listeners, mitzvahs are not good deeds. (laughs) There are channels, Through which we actually invite and draw down divine healing energy into the world, into our lives, into our relationships. Many of them are actions, many of them are thoughts, many of them are actions we refrain from doing. There's many, 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 many aspects to a mitzvah, and they're really very beautiful. And also they're a lot of fun. So many people think, oh my gosh, a mitzvah is heavy, it's an obligation. I don't do it. I'm I'm a, I'm bad. All of that takes away the truth and the heart of what a mitzvah is and how to enjoy it. And I use the word enjoy, enjoy because joy is embedded within that word. And according to Jewish practice, the most 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 essential aspect to bringing healing, to bringing love, to bringing us to elevating us is Joy, J-O-Y. So this practice is a practice of rejoicing, creating joy, seeing the beauty, being grateful, being happy, being fully alive. Now, it's pretty hard to access all of our incredible gifts and potential and all of our abilities when we are depressed sad, lonely. It, that the, 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 the very word depression or s- means t- things are constricted. We go into a constricted space, not only in our heart and in our mind, but in our lives. And we can become unfortunately very trapped or fixated in that state. You know, I'm both a psychologist and a person who loves to Practice. I'm. I'm a, been a practitioner for many years, Judaism, Zen, and many, many, many practices like that. Not that I do many practices, but I'm conversant with them, and wait So I have a little a, a like a perspective on not only the mitzvahs, but on ourselves as psychological beings. And you know, Judaism includes that a lot, includes everything. In Jewish practice, nothing is left out. And strangely enough, nothing is to be transcended as if it's bad, as if life is a trap and we've got to get out of it, as if we have to transcend this awful world. No, 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 the Judaism, it's just the opposite, and that's why I feel so drawn now to share about it. I feel really like it's important because it's, it's another way, of, and a very healthy way, and a very life-giving way of practice. Unfortunately, and I really say unfortunately, so many of us see Jewish practice or Hebrew practice as being very heavy, very cumbersome, Filled with guilt, filled with obligations, and all of that is something that causes us to want to get away from it. Get me out of here. Get me away. <laughs> get me away. It's, we don't see it as a giant celebration, a giant way of healing our body, our mind, our relationships. And, and that's what it really is. So that is why I am offering these different mitzvahs right from the Torah. In, in a perspective so we can see it and see what spiritual practice may be quite differently. Because in Judaism, in, in the mitzvahs, we, everything is included and must be included, nothing left out, including our, our income, money, relationships, sexuality, friendship, everything that we are given as human beings to experience is brought to the light. It's all an opportunity to do a mitzvah. And when we do, when we experience these aspects of our lives in the context of a mitzvah, first of all, we dedicate it to God, to the divine, whatever word you want to use, to the highest spirit, to the best that we could possibly be, to the fullness that we truly are. Number one. And number two, when we dedicate all these aspects of our lives to God or to to, to to living them as mitzvahs, what we're really also doing is we are not only, we're awakening all of the gifts and the potential and the fullness within. So we are also strengthening ourselves enormously, and one another as well, and one another. Nothing happens all by yourself in Jewish practice. This is a practice of relationships, relationship to the divine, relationship to one another, relationship to the earth, certainly, relationship to the, to the flowers, to the birds, to the trees, very, 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 to the food we eat, everything is blessed and honored. And when I use the word blessed, I mean uplifted, uplifted. How wonderful is that, right? How wonderful. You know, we, right now we could say we live in an age of extreme connection through social media and extreme disconnection at the very same time. It's an interesting paradox and contradiction, we're continually connecting, texting, emailing. And, and, and one part of that is very lovely and beautiful. We're constantly we're able to see, meet all kinds of people we never would have met before, and learn all kinds of wonderful things online. And that's extremely beautiful. And, and yet, also, the human moment-to-moment contact can, can, can disappear now, can be gone. We think we've had a conversation if we've texted a few lines. We meet on the phone or we meet through the computer. So there's a big loss there as well as a big gain as well. The mitzvahs are really addressed to connect in a different way. One on one many times. they They're designed to connect us to each other very deeply and also to connect us to ourselves and to God, to the divine, to the purpose of our lives. So people don't always think of it that way. Anyway, this intro, which is too long for an intro, but it's also embedded in the mitzvah for today that we're going to talk about, which may surprise you very much, The mitzvah for today is, it is a mitzvah to be happy. (laughs) To be happy? That's a big mitzvah. It is a mitzvah to be happy. Well, in fact, how is that even, how is it possible, people would say? How How can we actually be happy when very difficult things are happening to us all the time? I, they, it can, that, that to, to think of that as a mitzvah can be very confusing. And, and so I want to talk about it, first of all, because for some people it's a huge relief to learn this. Really? It's a mitzvah to be happy? Yes, yes. Now, what does it mean, really? How can we actually force ourselves to be happy? We cannot, obviously. But we have to look a little deeper here. What is Happiness. What is it? You know, there's a beautiful quote by Kabir who says, when he talks about love, which is a few steps away from happiness, all the same, all different aspects of the same thing. And he says, a feeling that is here one moment and gone the next cannot be called love. So love isn't a feeling, it's way beyond that. And the same is true for happiness in this context. Happiness is not a feeling that is here one moment and gone the next. Happiness is a deed. We take, mitzvahs are all about actions. So it is a mitzvah to take actions of of joy, of happiness. Actions that produce joy, but actions that in and of themselves are positive, rejoiceful <laughs> I just made up that word, rejoiceful. But that are a way of praising, rejoicing, celebrating, thanking. So our life needs to be infused with those kinds of actions. Now that's very, very interesting. You see, mitzvahs can be done. As, as, as the Rebbe said, they're not somewhere in heaven. They're right here on earth to be done with by us. We don't have to be saints. We don't have to be greatly enlightened. We don't have to be more than what we are. We have, we have everything we need to do a mitzvah. Isn't that interesting? We have everything we need to be really happy. So it's about rejoicing. And there, if you look a little more deeply into that, there's many mitzvahs to sing, to dance, at a wedding to make a bride happy, to make yourself happy, to find that which gives you not temporary passing pleasures or a buzz or a high, but that gives you joy. So you can rejoice and you can give thanks. So now we're getting a little deeper, a little deeper into the very nature of, of, of healing and of, of growing joy, which means fulfillment, contentment. Not always feeling, oh my goodness, I didn't have enough. Some kinds of pleasures and happiness, so-called, is fueled by, oh, I need more, by craving, by, by, by hunger, by loneliness. Give me more, give me more, fill me up, fill me up. Of course, those actions based on that never fill you up. They leave you wanting and craving more. You might feel happy or high for a little while, and then there's that empty feeling, oh, now it's gone. I need that back again. I need more and more. That happens to be the nature of craving or of addiction. It's not the nature of this mitzvah, which is guiding us to an experience of joy, contentment, fulfillment. Sometimes even in a very painful moment, you can feel joy. You can feel the depth of the moment, the profundity of the people, the beauty of what's happening right in the midst of sorrow right in the midst of, when you do, when you respond in a very positive, constructive, healing way, when you've lifted another at a time perhaps of difficulty, there is a feeling of joy, of contentment, of meaning. This is all embedded in the mitzvah, to be happy. It means to do acts of happiness that are bringing people and bringing us together and not pulling things apart. Creating dinners for others, welcoming everyone to the dinner. Bringing people together, not talking against others, which we'll go into that much later in in great depth. Um, So there are actions to take which are actions of celebration in life even if if you're even if you're in a bad mood so what even if you're feeling disappointed or sad with the person so what invite them anyway that is a mitzvah of being happy you know we can focus and and I say this again and again because I notice this about the mitzvahs, it really takes charge of your focus. What are you gonna pay attention to in the situation? What actions are you going to choose to take? Are you going to choose to invite that person even though maybe they offended you or insulted you? Are you gonna to choose to see the bigger picture and give that person happiness to including yourself? And then of course you'll be enormously, you'll feel good you'll feel joy as well. Mitzvahs take charge of not only your focus, but the actions that you take. If we if we base our actions on our fleeting and often negative feelings, that's not following the mitzvah to be happy because our basic fleeting feelings lead us in many other directions. We want to withdraw. We want to get back at someone. We want to hold on to a grudge, maybe. But we are being asked to rejoice, to celebrate, to bring life together in, into a, a feeling of wholeness. And that is what the smitzvah, that's one of the important aspects to the smitzvah. You see a lot of singing, as I said before, a lot of dancing. A lot of uh, p- people go to, to, to gatherings where there's, and, and, and celebrate and honor. Oh, I just finished studying this. Wonderful. Let's celebrate it. Let's sing and dance. Oh, my goodness. The baby was born. Oh, amazing. Fantastic. We, let's celebrate it. Let's keep celebrating. Let's keep focusing on the beauty, on the wonder of this life, <clears throat> on the joy. Let's keep on rejoicing and praising for the good, good. Good. That's here all the time, but we just don't pay attention to it. But now, by following the mitzvah to be happy, not only do we pay attention to the good, we intensify the good. We're singing about it. We're dancing about it. We're giving thanks about it. We're making a meal. We're toasting with wine. We're, we're bringing flowers to the table. This is all in service of the mitzvah and of God and of the divine and of our true self which needs this and wants to be happy and to feel meaning and completion in this, wor- in this world as well as the next. As I said, this world is here to do mitzvahs, <laughs> to elevate ourselves and others to, in a place that might seem very difficult, but it, it and, and, and it might seem very difficult, but when we begin to see everything that's here, that it's here so I can be happy, so I can rejoice, so I can help another person be happy and rejoice. I guarantee you, guarantee, your whole life will turn around, as will the lives of others and those you interact with day by day. So for now, we have to stop for today. I thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, by the way, for the wonderful emails I'm receiving. If you'd like to talk to me or connect, my um, email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. And if you want to hear other episodes, we can, you can go to our website, www.theonetent.com. And thanks so much for being here today. And have a beautiful, rejoiceful, I like that that word rejoiceful, rejoicing, happy day. And let's look deeper and deeper what it means really happiness, happiness, contentment to fulfill our life here in this world. Thank you.